BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. With podcast, you get to keep up with the culture. With this Up There podcast, you get more. More. It's up there podcast with your boy Luna Luciano. This is again the fastest growing podcast independently um, in this space. Um, if you've been rocking with me, I want to say thank you for that. Um, if you new new here, I want to say welcome. Hit the subscribe button to stay in tune with this game. You know it's my job to put it down. It's your job to pick it up. Um, 
Um, if you are listening to the audio side of this podcast and you want to see FOGFO Studios and you want to see what Loon is doing, what he's talking about, you head over to FOGFO TV on YouTube as of right now. That's where exclusively you find our videos at um, in regards to, to our current content. Um, we also uh, are, are going to move behind the paywall with some of the exclusive things that come out a little earlier. Um, just in attempts to generate income and keep the uh, podcast moving in the direction that it's moving, want to invest some of the money that's coming in, you know, back into the product as we are seeing people gravitate towards it uh, and speak for um, beautiful thing. It's, it's lessons in the in the journey. Um, and so um, I had a talk with myself the other day, you know, and I said, damn, Loon, um, just don't even look for nothing till you get 150 episodes in. And I got maybe 50 interviews in the tuck. I'm on episode 30-something, maybe 40 now. I don't know, 30-something just with new. You know, I've been doing it for that many weeks, um, just cranking back up. But what I'm saying is, um, I said, you know, because when you realistically look at the game, you know, it's made for people to fall off. You know, it's a probably a podcast being made every day. It's probably somebody, you know, picking up one of these apps that you can record on your phone and doing this every day. Um, but there's a line drawn in the sand, right? It's There's a line there that it says, all right, people on this side, Team A, they taking it serious. They doing something different. Team B, you know, and you can still get popping. There's many ways to kind of, walk yourself in, into a, a podcast situation, you can get to pop it on Facebook Live. And then these people that only look at numbers and not, you know, understand what is his real understanding of the game? What is his real understanding of contracts? What's his real understanding of the streets? You know what I'm saying? Some of the things that he may want to touch on, how deep down through that can he go? What is it really worth? longevity see i see a lot of y'all grabbing podcasts just to hurry up and get some numbers i'm really not seeing niggas dig down in there and say like because I, I know i know who what winning i see what's going on right so, so when i get in a position i know okay boom damn she look deep you know what i'm saying let's see how well versed she is let's bring her in and 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 i want to talk about you know the comanches with her you know, or, you know, bring her in. I I, I want to talk about, um, you know, Moors, stuff about the Moor, our brothers, the Moors, you know. I want to, I want to, and these ain't, I ain't saying that um that makes you more, you know, better than anyone or anything. What I'm saying is, though, is that in this space, right, there's certain attributes that you must have that must be in your backpack. You see what I'm saying? It's almost like when you take off to go camping. Shit, you better have your little food. You better dress right. You know what I'm saying? You better you better have whatever it is you need in your motherfucking bag, which you will get that information from a motherfucker that's probably been camping before you. You know what I'm saying? But to ignore the attributes would be a very, um, very, very big mistake. You understand me? So I'm just saying, man, um, it, it, you got you to gotta just put yourself in those situations to understand what's coming and what, what's there and what's really, really got substance. You know, um, 
Um, but yeah, no, it's probably a new podcast being made every day. Niggas is popping up with podcasts, doing these things. But I think once you get over 100 episodes in where you're spending your own money, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is recording you. They they can tell you in the studio setting. You clearly invested in what you got going on. The, the people is picking up what you're putting down. And it's a situation where you're connecting with a certain length of people. I got 1,500 new listeners in 24 hours. I was checking my numbers like somebody must have said, y'all, Ace, this nigga here or one of them clips done caught somewhere. And, I, you know, I haven't read the analytics yet to know exactly where that's coming from. But 1,500 new listeners in 24 hours is big on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, it, you know, when I look at the numbers, I'm like, damn. But anyway, you got to, you, you know, when you get up to that point where you're 100 episodes in, right? And you really done dig down and dig deep and, and try to put yourself in a situation to win. And people can see it. They say, damn, man, he, uh, you know, it's almost like weightlifting. You know, it's, everybody look like, yeah, we might we might lay down on the, on the bench and go to trying to pick that 150 up. And you may look like you throwing it up. And, and, and school just right here kind of just pacing itself. Because when you go to, when you when that motherfucker go to go to go to going upside down, when you 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 getting weak and you can't handle it, and I'm still over here. Cause see, that's this game. This game here is enduring. So once you get a hundred episodes in, then I think you can put yourself in a place where you can really, you got enough data. To even know whether or not people are connecting or disconnecting with it. You know, I would say if you're a year in and, and you can't get 100 listens and things like that in this day and age, either something's, you got to figure, you know, you got to check some more boxes. And if all your boxes is checked, your promo, you done got in touch with somebody who can get you in touch with Apple and Spotify and these things and kind of maybe market you in some of those places or you've you've gotten certain looks and certain interviews in place and you you've went viral on certain situations that you talked about and you 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 know all of that's connecting i think then uh you can really get about 100 episodes in i think you probably have a good look into your proof of concept and whether or not it's even catching a or it's a total disconnect. You can still switch it, but I'm just saying I think that 12-year mark is a valuable uh, time. Um, and I think it's uh, I think you will be remiss not to take a look at that point at the data, what, however long 100 episodes take you. You see what I mean? Um, but, but, yeah, man, crazy week. You know, like I said, if you on YouTube, listen, subscribe, share. If you on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listening at, uh, subscribe to the show. Like it. Share it. You know, grab one of them clips off FOGFO Loon on Instagram. Post it on your shit. You understand me? Whether you agree or disagree, post it on your shit. And then let's see if we can, you know, start some kind of conversation. Because I'm trying to defend what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm looking to gain new information. You know, one or the other. So um, I welcome all of that. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a this is a beautiful thing. Now, getting into the show and just touching on some of the topics I want to start with today. Um, 
I was looking at Joe Rogan. For those of you that don't know who Joe Rogan is, um, in regards to this podcast space, he's he's one of the top head honchos in regards to money, status, downloads, retention, all them boxes I was talking about. You know what I'm saying? He's um he's performing at a very high level on all of those. So, um, you know, I, I, I stay in sniper position and just watching him, you know, from afar, just watching him, you know, seeing what he got going. I'm a fan of what he got going because I get it and, I, and, 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 and I'm in it, you know. And so when you're in it, you can kind of respect the weave a little more. When you understand boxing, you can respect Mayweather defense rather than a casual person that says Mayweather gets in there and don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and he's being respected on both ends. But I'm I'm intricate and I'm obsessive with the details of little things. You know, I went all the way back and kind of watched how his shit evolved. Um, but speaking of him, I, I watched on a um, – he had Elon Musk. Shout out to Elon Musk, man. Uh, you know, I think he's one of the, the world's uh, people that be that will go down in history, man. They'll write about dude as far as what his influence has been, what he's um, contributed to the culture, um, and just humanity. You know, I think he's done a lot of things that um, people say couldn't be done. He's he's made himself a billionaire now. Um and I just kind of respect what, what that he's that he's standing on his square, you know. Um, nigga like Elon Musk standing on his square, you know. I'm worth this many billion, but I'm still rocking like this. Whatever, you know. If I say this about something, I'm standing on that, standing next to that, and standing on top of that, you know. Regardless of how y'all feel, I'm in California. Weed is legal. I'm gonna hit it on Joe Rogan's show. And for those of you that don't know the name, because I know I appeal to the hood. You know, um, he's the person that in invented the Tesla car that drives itself. So I won't even get into SpaceX and, you know, trying to trying to go up on Mars and and the flamethrower or something else y'all might fuck around with that you might have done seen if you're not interested in, you know, all that other shit like Mars and shit because I'm into that type shit too. So I kind of get into that because I'm just I'm a creative so I'm a broad learner I'm a broad listener I'm a broad in, in you know I just I'm able to um to digest things from a broad perspective man and I just think it's better that way you read certain books it opens your mind I think and encourage anybody to get out of the hood you know mentally before you get out of the hood physically you know, I think you'll get out the hood mentally way before you'll get out the hood physically, man. And I think uh, if you just kind of pay attention to what where your mindset is at, you know what I'm saying? I think you can kind of tug a war with that motherfucker and, 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 yeah, pull yourself this way by what you digest, read, eat, and all those other things, man. And um, I just I just hope, man, that um, if anybody listening to that, they really – you know what I'm saying? That they really understand. But I was looking at the Elon Musk interview uh, with Joe Rogan. It's like three and a half hours. Um, and I wasn't necessarily just, you know, tripping on, on, on. Yeah, that motherfucker make a little noise. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that motherfucker make a noise. But now, um, just looking at that interview uh, with Elon Musk and Joe Rogan, you know, some people look at a Joe Rogan and an Elon Musk interview and just say, you know, that's a, that's an interview, good interview, but that's not my culture. Um, I think two things can be true, you know, and um, and so what I say is this: when I looked at the interview, first of all, and I want to break it down so y'all can kind of follow my train of thought. First of all, I said, hold on, let's back up. We know what Rogan is in the in the podcast space. He's the biggest one. He's he's numero uno, right? In the podcast space, in regards to numbers, again, retention, the business side, not necessarily what your preference may be. You guys may not fuck with that, but I'm telling you, you dig what I'm saying on the uh, number side. You smell me? So, um, first of all, I know what Rogan means to the culture, right? And I say, now, let's look at Elon Musk. And I want y'all to really understand his influence. He put Bitcoin before he had even invested. Now, this is the kicker. Before he had even invested, he put Bitcoin in his bio on Twitter and moved the stock market. You you know, a lot of people seen Robin Hood do that, but that was a slew of motherfuckers. We talking about one man put something in his bio, didn't he make an announcement and moved the stock market. You understand me? They, it motherfucker went to investing left and right. One man, now. Number one, what he means on that side. Now, he's the nigga that you hear Kanye West drop his name. You understand me? He's the one that want to do the train from New York to L.A., underground, tunnel, train type of whatever, subway type of situation under the um under underground. He's the one that want to bring... Uh, Human life to Mars, right? Tesla inventor. The truck you see that's bulletproof and the new motherfucker, the, the motherfucker that drive itself, that's his shit. He, do, he the big homie in that space, right? So I said, damn. Because I like to look at how the white people navigate through this podcast space as it's new. Like I said, billionaires would be made. It's like the 1920s and 30s when the newspaper first came out and all these things were started to generate. They didn't have a hold of what they was doing. So if you got something in that, like when cars were first made, when you look at a Henry Ford or a Cummins or all these type of businesses, what happens is if you get your feet in there when the motherfucker first piling up, when it's first bubbling up, far as this a new industry, cars, what is that? You say, well, what the fuck is going on? If you can get in then, you're good. You see what I'm saying? But it got to be then when you put your feet in. You see what I'm saying? Got to be then when you put your feet in. So so they, I, I'm looking at how they is helping each other, how they, you know, how they patting it over here, patting they, they it's seeming like they, 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 they handing it off to each other. Rogan, oh, you doing a podcast? Come on here. Boom, he handoff. Them is handoffs. Them is handoffs. When you see an Andrew Schultz come over to Joe Rogan podcast, that's a handoff, man. You see what I'm saying? Where's that for the black culture? All this love, we we don't even hear Rogan them talk about love. We don't even hear that side talk about love. Where's that for the black culture? 
Where the handoffs at? When it ain't no business involved. He doing a podcast. He's dope. Handoff. It don't cost a nigga nothing. Look, Rogan, grab Andrew Schultz. Come holler at me. Here's a handoff. Boom. You go up the next day. Depending on who you are, you retain some of that audience. Which which provides you with a, with a situation where you can provide your family with a better income each month. Dude, is, you, you get what I'm... But on the black side, what we doing? I, we got to sign contracts with each other for even doing a handoff. For even that access to the audience that y'all hear me talk about. The access to the audience that y'all hear me rap about and say, man, a lot of these niggas is fighting for access to ads while... You got 90% of podcasters not being paid. So we fighting for access to audience. Y'all in a privileged position speaking to us about ads and different things. And so we trying to figure out how to even accumulate the audience. We'll show you how to do what that next move is. Enough of us, we making make a move. But what they doing is if they, if they ain't got you on some kind of paperwork, they, they tend to, no sir, in our culture. But again... I like to look at those things parallel to each other. I like to look at how the white people navigate. You know what I'm saying? Through this podcast space, when you see a Tim Dillon getting 100,000 uh, uh, hits on this podcast, but then here's a Joe Rogan handoff. Here's another one. Here's a here's a handoff from Jake Paul. Here's a hand. These niggas is giving handoffs to each other. Here's Burt Kreisner. Oh, when I get you on my shit, when Netflix is popping off, here's a handoff. Here's Tom Segura. Here's a handoff. You know, these folks is, I'm watching this shit. Theo Vaughn may get something going on, lose his show for some reason. Here's a handoff. You see what I'm saying? But the most important thing is Joe Rogan being in that privileged position. He's giving handoffs to, on the white side. They fucking with each other like that. On our side, we saying, man, I ain't acknowledging no podcast that ain't signed to me. I don't give a fuck how dope it is. I'm at like it don't exist. You see what I'm saying? And it's just an interesting mindset that I just was thinking about. Damn, that's fucked up. But that to the side, right? I said, damn, man, Elon Musk mean all that to the game, but he come every so often and give some game out to his people. Whoever his culture of people is that's watching him. Because best believe creators watch Elon Musk. They watch him. He's doing things that everyone said ain't no way a car can drive on his own and be legal. It ain't no fucking way you can make a car that don't have a motor be faster than a car that got a Like it was so many misconceptions that when you, when you look at a man like that, you say, damn, we got to watch this dude. Then when you... When you beam in on him, you can tell that he on another level far as what he's thinking about. What's going on behind his eyeball. You see what I'm saying? But I said, damn, man, I think, again, that's where we fucking up in hip-hop with no structure. I said to myself, man, they got to do something about this, Loon. You got to talk about this shit till they pay attention. You know, Jay-Z got the... I look at Jay-Z parallel to how I look at Elon Musk. What Elon Musk means to the techies and the... And the, and the scientists and the people that's into uh, AI, what he means in that culture, Jay-Z means the rap. So we need Jay to come out every so often and tell us what's behind the curtain. Again, this is just information. 
man, we need you to come out every 18 months and holler at somebody that, you know what I'm saying, that y'all will be able to really chop it up and get into some things. You see what I'm saying? But we need you to come out and holler at us. Give out some of that game that behind that paywall back here. You know, and he and he he drops it in music sometimes, but we need long form. We need someone to bounce off of you. We need someone to think for the street. Someone that really think for the creator from the street. See, a lot of you niggas is gangsters. A lot of you niggas is a lot of things. But a lot of you niggas ain't a, ain't a real nigga from the street, a creator that got it out the mud, that really hustle, that really done every, like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a mashup right there, this, this, this. You got to talk to somebody like that every so often, though. So somebody can give it to you in lamest terms. And you can answer it in one second and, and then that help five million people that's on the come up. You see what I'm saying? Or you tell us, that man, that's not possible. And we got to be able to trust you with that. But I, I just looked at Elon Musk like, man, Jay, we, we need that from Jay-Z every so often to come out and give, get a game to some of the young niggas. Let motherfuckers know you still here. Let motherfuckers know some of that game. Don't die with that game. Don't, don't. I know you dropping it in the music, but put that game out. Put some information out. Did it too. You niggas that done got up there to a billion, we need your P. Diddy's and your J's to come out every so often and chop it up with somebody that's just raw. So, 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 so Lil one can say, man, now Diddy said woo do woo when he was talking to Loon, or Jay said da 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 when he was talking to Loon. That shit was like, damn, did you peep what Loon asked him, though? I be thinking that. You know, not on no fuck shit. I'm talking about some information shit because that's what we fucking up at. We got to get more handoffs in this game. You know what I'm saying? It's black people. We got to get more handoffs in this game. I look at niggas like I tell you. Like I just told you. I look at Rogan constantly give handoffs, man. Constantly. In that podcast space. You know, for the white boys. You know, in that podcast space for the white boys. He constantly giving handoffs. And I just think we got to do better with that. You know what I'm saying? We got to do better with that, man, for real. Um, so... So something else I um I want to talk about something else I want to talk about um oh um, so something else I want to talk about uh, real quick is for those of you that don't know uh, there's an artist out of Alabama named Young Blue um, Drake just jumped on one of his songs called Mind Still. He been doing this thing unappreciated. He won them songstress type trap rap shit that 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 we do down here in the south. Um, dope nigga, right? Nigga shit dope. And um and so Tory Lanez, you know, went ahead and like most rappers do, I wanna really be clear. Drake jumped on the remix again to Mind Steel, which 
I would just want that to lend itself to people knowing who Young Blue is, and know for those of you that want to know why I want to talk about it, it's just it's just good game, you know. So, um, Young Blue put out the song "Mind Still." Drake liked it, jumped on the remix. Of course, it's a smash. It was on his way proud too. But shout out, shout out Drake, you know, and you know we know what's up with him, especially in that pocket. It's a no, it's a no brainer. Um. But Tory Lanez ended up taking a beat. You know how rappers will take a beat remixing to keep counting. Just make sure and keep their numbers going, making sure that people ain't checking out, the people that they do got their ears on and, and they hoping that they don't transition. You know what I mean? So he took the beat and had a blank cover and just a blank thing in which he was, um, you know, kind of remixing the song. Now, when he initially put it out, he didn't tag Young Blue. Young Blue responded with a, a slew of tweets, uh, letting him know that that was sucker shit, man. Least you can do is tag me. You know, it's, it's, it's irresponsible to move forward in that fashion, especially when you know and I'm an upcoming independent artist. It's a good look for me. Uh, some of the people that may be watching you from a different perspective, Especially, you know, you got a motherfucking case in which you got them and ain't no telling who looking at you, but you least you can do is tag a nigga, you took a nigga song and, and you you know, keeping the you keep you know, keeping ketchup on your fries. You know what I'm saying? You keeping ketchup on your fries, um so so you putting yourself in a situation of profit in, in one way or another from a nigga record and then don't post a nigga. Or don't tag a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I see the same thing with podcasters, you know, in regards to niggas stealing my drip. Things I say, things that I peep at. You know what I'm saying? They coming and listening to it knowing that I'm under 10K. You know, I'm under 15K type listener. So if they getting a 90 or 100 piece, you got a thing. And then this nigga's getting three, four, five, six hundred piece. But I'm just trying to tell you, they coming way down here to the bottom of the sea. Um, and they getting them shrimp out, and then they pulling back up there and feeding the people and acting like it's, you know, come out of their kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's starting to it's starting to fuck with me, in which why I was triggered when I seen this. Now, I do want to say, moving forward, they were able to, you know, speak, you know, because after Young Blue put the slew of tweets out about how he was wrong, we're going to take it down, nigga, just fucked up, whatever, whatever. He didn't put out, man, reach out to me, let's talk like men. And then Tori said, man, I always loved you, man. I always liked your shit ever since this or that. And um, he said, I want to reach out to you, man, so let's talk like men. So, boom, next thing you know, we see them together doing a record. I like to see that. I like to see that, you know. Um, they squashed it, but I like to see that. But, um... Advancing the conversation again is just more about, man, you know, in our game, man. Joe Rogan, them give shots out. And not just to keep pulling on that. I'm just saying, even Brian Callen, even I can, I'm watching this game, the number getters, not black number getters, because I understand and smart enough to understand the business is bigger than just this niche I'm in. At some point, we got to appeal to the, to the masses in which it becomes a numbers game. And I got to know, I got to be able to cross collateral. I got to collaborate with these folk. I got to be able to go over there and hold us down, though, right? In regards to my ideology, my way of thinking, my thoughts, I got to be able to go over there and dance in that arena. 
So I, it, it, it's causing for me to peep what's going on. I don't want y'all to take it like, because I'm also on top of Charlemagne uh, numbers, Joe Budden numbers, uh, million dollar worth of game numbers. Um, uh, um, uh, what's my guy name name uh, that was on uh, Vice or FX, one of them, now on Showtime. Um, can't think of their name. Bodega Boys. You know, I can't think of them brothers' name. Um, I'm on top of them, 85 South Show. I'm on top of uh, uh, all these podcasters in this space. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, number one, it's a box you got to check off more than 100 episodes for me for it to even be serious to me because I understand that the consistency is what's going to make or break you in this game. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can be hot right quick because you got pulled a little bit and you can keep the rappers coming. Now, at some point, when it's time, when everybody got access to the rappers, now it's time to see what's going on. You understand me? What's your outlook? Can we sit down and get some of those moments out of you two swapping a conversation like and giving some real game out and some niggas saying, ooh, we, boy. When I got up for 30 days straight, I listened to that Dame Dash interview. Nigga, I'm talking about having me in the zone. You hear what he told the nigga about the job and make sure you're funding this and that. You know, so it, you got to be able to create them type moments. And sometimes you two people got to have some sort of understanding of a broad spectrum of things. It can't be just, you know, that little shit. But anyway, um, I forgot what I was saying. What was I talking about? Oh, but anyway, uh, in this space, they'll come and they'll come and get you know some you said. They'll take it from you, and then this thing you know is theirs. They they prancing around the town like, and they know to keep ignoring you, but watch you. And when you say something clever, they just so happen to say something like that. And when you young niggas is fanning out, you look at that as a as some sort of cosign or as some sort of uh, th- bragging right, something that you can, because it's not tangible, so, so something that you can hold on to and hang your jacket on, that a nigga stole your motherfucking uh, way of talking because in your mind as a young nigga, you think, I can catch up with him. But what you mistaken is you done underestimated the audience. Because once the audience hear it, whoever see it next, they think it come from, from from that you trying to be like that person. No matter what you bring to it or how you twist it, right? But people are good at that in this space. You know what I'm saying? People are good at that in this space. So it's a it's a tight race, man. You got to dance. So this, when when that shit happened, um, and I'm glad that, like I said, they pieced it up and they was able to move forward. But when that shit happened, it had me looking like, man... In this game right here, it's the same thing. It's the same type vibe, you know. And we know I'm an artist as well, but I'm talking about I'm a podcast hustling motherfucker too now. So I'm knee deep in this. Like if you ever see me and you want to talk about rap, I can get in the logistics of it. But I don't see fit to do so so deep right now in the podcast. So I just go at these topics in this room. In this studio, just feeling like, you know what? Let these people know what you talking about doing. 
You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, just give a nigga some credit, man. And I just think in our culture, we got to do, we got to keep doing some more handouts, man. And that's a new slang. That's a new word for y'all, handouts. You know, when you when you put a nigga in a situation to win, when you put a nigga in a situation to win, um, you know, these are handouts. These, these these is what these are called. You know, when you help your partner do something. Um, I, I, there's a clip going around, man, and I just, uh, it bothered me. So, you know, I tried not to, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to talk about it, but damn, you know what I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, you had the black lady and the old white, you know, lady, man. And um, we see the white lady hawk off and spit on the black lady. And she jumped like that right there and looked at the phone. And the bitch and the woman did it again. You see what I'm saying? And um, number one, I'm always weary when that phone come out. I really don't trust none when that phone come out. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm knowing what's happening on this side won't be on no phone. So I'm thinking, damn, man, is D, what's up with it when their phone come out, man? Why these niggas doing all this shit when their phone come out, man? Somebody when their phone come out, man. That shit just don't weigh on me, man. Their phone come out, man. I just ain't fucking with it, man. I'm thinking it's cap when that phone come out, man. I ain't bullshitting. That phone ain't nothing. I'm thinking it's cap. So... Anytime that phone come out, I'm think I'm I ain't gonna say I'm thinking it's cap, but I'm knowing that chances is it could be cap when that phone come out. You see what I'm saying? And what I'm what I mean is it's a lot of real niggas this yeah, you know, this how I'm living. But you can know on Thursday I'm going live, man, and create that atmosphere, man, and being your homeboy shit. You know what I'm saying? And all that. You don't never see me with no nigga. So, yeah. If I'm in it, it ain't renting. You see what I'm saying? But the thing is, is a lot of times, it just, if that phone come out, I just, I'm thinking it's cap. So, so when the phone come out, um, When the phone come out and the white lady and she letting a spit on her, I'm instantly thinking, is this an act? But spit ain't no act. Ain't no act in spit. Ain't no what you tell me. Ain't no act in no spit. Ain't no act in no spit. So when you go to spitting, ain't no act. I just deleted that. Ain't no act. You, you know what I'm saying? So I'm wondering, what would make you let somebody do that shit, man? And then come to find out they got a few more clips where... They dancing with each other and shit. So I'm not sure what the fuck is going on. I ain't going to lie. When I first seen that, I was triggered, man. When I first seen that, man, it put me in a bad position, man. I ain't bullshit, man. I'm talking about it affected me, man. I said, damn, we doing it like that? I'm knowing what type of mama I got. I'm knowing the women around me. Ain't none of that ever going on. So I'm. it's fucking me up, man, to see that, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just didn't think it was funny at all. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it was a prank or something, I don't think it was funny, what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, I don't think it was funny. You know what I'm saying? And um, also, you got Kevin Hart uh, that ended up suing his people, suing his personal shopper for stealing a bunch of money, a couple of million dollars. I think it was a million and something. 
type money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for those of you that don't know, a personal shopper is the person that shops for you. You know, you really don't go shopping. You know, you can have one if you went into Gucci or Louis or Chanel or what it is. Long, nine times out of ten, you have a personal shopper there. Um, you got somebody that you fuck with in that store um, that's like your personal shopper when you're there. Now, what that has done, uh, for those of you that don't know, when you have that type of service and some of these items become exclusive and uh, you're in a position not to be uh, in Miami when the new keep all come out. Um, and so you put somebody in position, right? To now your personal shopper gets with the personal shopper because the personal shopper when you go in Chanel will be different than the one when you go in the Gucci because, again, they work for two different companies. Now, what you're doing is bridging the gap, right? So you now so you can get these exclusive uh, pieces, right? So what happens is you now are going through this person to go through these people. Um, now, this is where it gets slippery. This industry has created, uh, by default, uh, um, um, jobs, right? So now people are now being personal shoppers that don't necessarily really do anything but do what I just said, which is really, by definition, being a personal shopper. But the key to it is this. They don't have any credentials. What they've been able to do is convince somebody with some money that they got access to being able to get in these pieces um, for for a certain kind of price. Now, when you buy these type of things, you understand the prices. Um, once you're in a position to really buy these things at a high level, a $10,000 coat, a $5,000 jacket, a $2,000 pair of pants, or a $1,700 pair of shoes, when you're able to put yourself in a position to now be buying those things on the regular, you don't even question the price of it. You know, when you get your first $5,000 Outfit, you talking about it like a motherfucker. Yeah, nigga, I'm having five thousand dollars worth of it on, nigga. Yeah, they spilled five k on this here, nigga. You see what I'm saying? Now, what happens is now when that fit costs ten k, you don't talk about the five k no more. Now when it costs fifteen k, and you got dudes doing this now, cause you can write some of it off. That's another conversation. But when you get up to fifteen k. Outfit in a twenty thousand dollar outfit, a ten thousand dollar jacket. Now you stop counting the numbers. You stop counting exactly what this is because now you don't really got to a point where outfit might be twenty k, twenty five k. Now you put somebody in position to buy this shit for you. They begging like them. They begging, barring and stealing down there to get them prices, cut them corners. You know where you would just have to walk in and kind of. You know, get it for whatever it's worth. They down there, you know, trying to create some kind of revenue for themselves. What do you think they doing it right at the price for it? They ain't doing it for that. A lot of times they be having shit cheaper. You know, how you a personal shopping got it for cheaper? What's going on? Something, you be, something going on on that other side. But anyway, so you stop counting the money, right? So Kevin Hart had a nigga in position that was his personal shopper, right? So you go buy clothes for me. You know, the nigga went and bought all kind of shit for itself and ran up a, a ticket. You know what I'm saying? But, see, when you got money, right, what happens is now your inventory becomes your 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 your, your access to wealth. Your, your, I'm sorry. Your time becomes your inventory. And your time becomes your access to wealth. 
So you got to get somebody to get your groceries. I got to get somebody to get the bus and I, you know, go go get my car's uh, 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 oil chain. I got to get the barber come out to me. I can't be going back home because I got to be here. So take care of the barber. I got to get this nigga come holler at me about that. I got to have these folks over here to do that the way I like. I got to have my chef close to me because I don't eat any and everything. I got to grab Gal and bring her through here back in L.A., you understand me at this B&B. You understand me? So I got to do these things, right? And so uh, you're paying motherfuckers all across the board. But what happens is, is one red flag. Once you get one motherfucking red flag, oh, your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. Once you get one red flag, your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. Because what I done done is now I'm finna check every motherfucking thing. How you spend 80000 this month? I know I ain't bought nothing. All I got to do is say that one time. You know what I'm saying? I, well, just once. How in the hell I spent 80000 this month? I know damn well I ain't got nothing but a jacket. Hold on. Let's look and see. And then you see they fudging the number. Now we, gonna, we ain't going to say nothing. Let him keep rocking. We on to him. This this the game Kevin Hart playing. Now check all the numbers from back in the day. Start checking them, motherfucker. Because if nothing else... If you cheating me, you're going to get caught because I ain't requiring to, requiring to watch you all day. But I'm requiring some kind of receipt and put it up and make sure that woo do woo got it. So when I go look at them numbers and them receipts and what is this and what is that, once once I see you off, your ass is great. And I'm the lawnmower. And so he done peep dude and caught him stealing from him. And anytime you get caught stealing with Kevin Hart, really you get caught caught doing something with Kevin Hart money, he calling the police. Yeah, he ain't playing. He calling the police on your motherfucking ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trying to get me for some money? He dialing 911. Yeah, nigga, he ain't holding no. He dialing 911. Soon you cross him by some money, 911. They love me, nigga. I'm the, yeah. He getting them folk out of here playing with him. Hell is y'all nigga time <clears throat> Yeah, man. So um it's just a crazy, it's just a crazy world, man. It's a crazy thing. Um, I see Casanova getting in trouble about about putting his uh that little video out with the spot him got him. Somebody explain to me why they done changed the name. To me, that's like the industry trying to, you know, kind of not let the little dude in, the spot him, got him, nigga. Because why didn't I change the name of his, uh, why, let me rephrase that. Because the way challenges work, somebody else does create them. So it could be rightfully this dude was the first dude to do it. But why isn't he getting any recognition based on when this shit is being posted? Or this shit is making the shade room and these other, um, these other reputable platforms is there i just want why aren't they tagging this dude or saying anything about the spot him got him song it's just the june bug challenge they done just took him out it's almost like he ain't signed with nobody yet so they ain't co-signing nothing because if you notice when a motherfucker co-signs something when they press a button all them big blogs post it now you now in they you in they cycle they media cycle they place you in their media cycle. You see what I'm saying? It's a crazy thing because it's like every time I see it, 
I, only way I see that they mention his name is is on Say Cheese. You understand me? It's on Say Cheese, but I think Say Cheese may be his um, has some business with him some kind of way. But anyway, I just wonder that. But anyway, um, yeah, why they don't never? Why they don't do that? But Casanova had a had a. Um, Casanova had a video doing that dance, you know, that don't went viral, and then got on the internet. He's done created himself a new page. Uh, Following him right now, Casanova two time, but um, he uh, created himself a new page, and then them people come right down, boom, got him for something else. You know, uh, says recording the videos is prohibited. He now having his privileges taken. This how you know they playing a motherfucking dangerous game. They mad no motherfucker on that side. You know, I try to tell niggas, um, when you deal with the big dogs, they'll cheat to win. You know what I'm saying? And um, this is where motherfucker got to test some of that political power that they say we possess and we hold so close. You know, when we start fucking with niggas and something going wrong, like, hold on, man, that ain't the first video out here now. We see video not from this facility, okay, well, then we got to look into that. But, you know, not to say either one is right or what I'm what I'm just saying is make sure that it, the treatment is fair across the board, you know, and um, because I've been a part of being mistreated. You know, Kodak Black just came out of position where them feds and them, them people in jail, they mistreating you. They mistreating my people in there. They mistreated me in there. They mistreat my homeboys in there. My uncles, people I love, they can mistreat you in there. You know, um, so so it's just, um, you know, they trying to take that away from them already. They letting them know we ain't playing with you. We don't want to see no motherfucking smiles, nigga. Fuck you got going on, gonna do a motherfucking TikTok dance, nigga. We got you facing life in this motherfucker, nigga. Who you think you is, nigga? This how they handling it. Yeah, this how these motherfuckers. They saying that they said, man, you done went and done some happy type dance, nigga. Who the fuck you think you is, nigga? And you done been on live, we done heard you uh, talking to your gal, and it done made this round. Nigga, we tired of hearing you, nigga. We trying to shut you the fuck down. You know, this how they, this this is how these folk get down, man. And um Damn, let me smile. You know, that's why they say never set, never let them see you sweat, cause humans are so stupid they believe what they see. And I mean that when I say when you look at a motherfucking another human, a lot of times you got you gotta understand that Behind them eyeballs, there can be something going on. You know what I'm saying? So I can look happy as I want to and be in this motherfucker stress. But the fact that I'm looking happy, they don't like that. That's when you see that slave come out of nigga. When they used to, them old niggas used to, yeah, usually, yeah, out here picking cotton and they smiling and singing. Don't think they ain't fucked up about the circumstances now. Don't think a nigga ain't fucked up by the circumstances. A nigga just learn to understand. Humans is stupid enough to believe what they see on a nigga face. Humans is stupid enough to believe what they see on a man's face. So if I look happy, they believe I'm happy. 
Now, these white folk, like I say, the feds have a thing where they take everything literal. You understand? They take everything literal. You're on your phone and you just mad at your homeboy because you lost 15000 to him three weeks ago. And you hollering out, man, I want to kill that bitch ass nigga. I should have put a hit on. Or you just say you talking about the ops, but you talking to your homeboy and it's really on some other shit. It's really just you going off. You feeling good. Man, I should have, man, they keep playing on me, nigga. Lil' Woody Woo keep saying my name. I'm going to put a hit on that bitch ass nigga. I'm going to make Woody Woo go wipe his motherfucking nose, nigga. What they going to do? Chalk conspiracy to commit murder. If you name names and shit on them phones and it's just you feeling good that day, you may not never even really drop the bag. You may not never even really reached out to a nigga about that. But the fact that you said it on that phone and they tapped it and they got that, yeah, they, they holding you they holding you to that. So the fact that they see Casanova happy on a, on a video that's going all around the thing and they got you facing life, they don't like that. The f- y'all nigga crazy Y'all think they like that They don't like that They want you to shut that up Yeah shut that up You making it look like when the feds come get you It ain't bad as niggas say They contribute to that It is fucked up now Don't get it fucked up I've heard the stories from, from my homeboy It's fucked up But I'm saying Depending on what you is, it ain't as fucked up as they make it. But they contribute to them them images that you see on them movies and them them shits that motherfuckers hear. They do this to you in prison. And that shit is true in certain spots, in certain areas. Getting yourself pinned down under certain circumstances or tied in with some niggas under certain circumstances. And you're going to put yourself in a situation to... Had to deal with some of this shit that they talking about. But when you smiling through it and and, and, and this and that, yeah, the, the enemy don't like you smiling, nigga. Again, the human is dumb enough to believe what they see on a man's face. P. Diddy. P. Diddy is suit. Puff Daddy, Sean Combs is suing Sean John. This is an interesting story to me. And matter of fact, I'm going to read something off of it right quick. Um, but Sean Combs is, is suing Sean John for stealing his likeness. $25 million. Let's read what the press release is on it. All right, this is from XXL. It says, due to... Did he sue Sean John Clothing Company for $25 million for using his image in ads? Did is once again in a legal battle with Sean John, the clothing line he made famous, according to federal documents filed in Manhattan, New York, on Tuesday, February 4th. Puff is suing Sean John, the company's current owner, Global Brands Group USA, for $25 million. The lawsuit claims GBG USA collaborated with UK-based women's sellers retailer, misguided to create a new woman's line and use Diddy's name, image, and likeness to promote the new brand. However, the music mobile never gave the company permission to do so. GBG USA is accused of providing false quotes to the press about Diddy supporting the line. 
the CJ agreement was entered into without Mr. Combs' knowledge, approval, or consent, the lawsuit reads. And Mr. Combs has never endorsed the GBG collection, which is branded Sean John uh, Misguided and Sean John Mis... Hold on. Which is branded Sean John X Misguided and Sean John X Misguided. Mr. Combs has neither granted defendants the right to use his name, image, likeness, or persona in conjunction with the GBG collection, nor has he agreed to make a public statement appearance in support of GBG. See, this is when you become a brand. This is when your brand becomes so lucrative and you got there's so much cachet and they invested so much equity into your brand that you just standing next to it moves the needle. This is back to that Elon Musk talk I was talking about. How did it? Jay, y'all got to come out and holler at us every 16 months. Give us a two-hour interview with your with whoever. You understand? Come holler at me, and I'm going to get straight to what we need to talk about, and we're going to be able to navigate some things that y'all ain't never been asked. And being able to break that down helps people without you having to actually touch a motherfucker or give them no money. Give them that inspiration through these interviews, man, and let these people do this. But... Again, did it just co-signing something, being next to something, using my image in this in this industry I ain't been in in years. You know how long he been in the fucking clothing industry and still him standing next to it is worth $25 million on the low end. You understand me? So just understand, he ain't fuck with clothes in a long time. And it's still worth $25 million just to have me next to that. Y'all launching something next to that. They know I'm successful in all these other areas, so my equity, my brand, my cachet, I can move the needle. We got to hear from y'all every so often. Uh, it, it continues to read, and all Puff's legal team is accusing GBG USA of false endorsement, misappropriation of likeness, and violation of his public rights. I'm sorry, his publicity rights. They are seeking to recover actual special and statutory damages profits attributed to the unauthorized use exploitation of his name likeness image and persona as well as the attorney fees and costs to the tune of 25 million and they want a jury trial um double xl reached out to gbg for a comment it says diddy founded the sean john brand in 98 and led the label to moderate success in 2016, he showed, sold a majority stake in the company to GBG USA. Diddy ran in issues with GBG last year uh, when when he accused them of using the vote or die phrase he made famous through the Citizen Change Political Serve group in 2004. So they must have posted, I'm sorry, they must have posted vote or die on them shirts and printed them up some kind of way, but he never did trademark that probably, or he may have did it late because he would have sued him. If he's suing him now, he would have sued him then. Um, but, yeah, man, so, again, it just shows you, man, like, you know, how big these people is, man, and how much they mean to the game. When $25 million, uh worth of shit, uh, when I ain't touched a piece of clothing in 20 years, it lets you know my cachet. You know what I'm saying? And see, again, it's my game to peep shit like that. Y'all might have went another way with that or maybe didn't know I was looking at it like that and I just gave you a little game. Maybe you're saying, damn, that's crazy. That is that is the case, though, huh? Um, But, yeah, man, the, and that just show you. They didn't really see. 
maybe they're going to try to say, well, we can't redo history. That's the history of this company. But that's my brand. See, how does that work when you found the company based on your brand and then you sell it to somebody else? Can they not now tell a documentary on that? Or do they got to license that to you, with you? You know what I'm saying? So... All that is all that is a conversation. You know. All that is a conversation that you must have. Y'all will be hearing this after Valentine's Day, so ain't no sense in me talking about that. Listen. Mass ass woman to write herself. She writing herself a 10 for those of you that don't know what's going on. So we got uh, your boy who be writing the women here. Let's see what happens. So basically, she said that she wanted a handsome man, 
um, somebody she finds attractive. You know, I think preference uh, has to be allowed in anything. Um, I don't want a certain type of woman, you know what I'm saying? Um, like for you to have some ass, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm in the, you know, so it's certain things. That I got preference. I'm sure women have preference. I'm sure you got to be this or that for certain women. You know, some people don't have preference. Um, I don't speak for those individuals, um, but 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 it got you got to have some sort of preference on on most things that you deal with to understand what your favorites are, um, and what you dislike a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I think preference helps you. Um, and, 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 and preference is an indicator of a lot of things. Um, it says a lot about you, your preference on things, who you will and won't, uh, do certain things for and with. Um, it says a lot about you, about your preference on, uh, what lengths and depths of hell you will go to, uh, to get your next dollar and, and what you would do. Um, it says a lot about you, your preference or how you look at, love and and cherish your loved ones um and so all those things say a lot about you so preference in my opinion ought to be allowed um now with that being said you know your cue and my cue may be different should be different and probably is different um my standard uh, is my standard your standard is your standard um and so it's a it's a thing where um i can understand that being the case now I want to advance the conversation and ask, do all women think they're tens? Um, is it normal for all women to think they're ten? Is there a thin line where you do have to think you're cute, but you gotta you gotta stand somewhere next to reality as well? Um, and also, what is your scale? Like, I kind of like his approach there. If you are ten, then what is Rihanna? But you see, that's her true feelings. She said, have you seen Rihanna with no makeup? So that's how she really feel. She feel like I'm a dime, man. Do you see Rihanna when she like me? You see what I'm saying? So she telling you her outlook on it. But I'm just saying, think about that. What is your... Uh, what is your what What is your preference? You know, what is beauty to you? What is cute to you? Um, and, and do all women think they're 10? In my opinion, you should think you're cute. You should know how to be sexy. See, that's a whole different thing. You can have some women that don't even know how to be sexy, um, and don't know how to, um, kind of turn that switch on. And you got other ones that turn that switch on, you know what I'm saying? But I just always wonder, I kind of. That's one of them things in, in, in life that always had me shook or shocked. Like, how can you be a woman and don't know how to be sexy? That's like being a man and don't know how to get no money. Like, that's a scary thing, man. It's like, damn, you don't know how to, like, turn no nigga on. You don't know how to put us in no situation to make me feel like, woo, we... You ain't got none of that in you. You don't even know how to try. Like, that shit, that'll be deep. I just think it's like being a nigga that don't know how to get no money. You don't know how to go work. You don't know how to haul trash, chain, tie. You don't know how to do nothing. You just a person, not chill. 
You just a human being out here. You ain't added no type value, attributes, nothing to your name. You just out here. You just living. You just a human being. Boy, you got niggas reading books every motherfucking week trying to figure out how to turn 10 into 20, investing in this because it's headed that way, doing this that way because it used to be done this way. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got niggas that's adding shit in their hats and you just a person that chill. You don't know how to do nothing. You a nigga that don't know how to. Nick can't get you to chain no oil, cut no grass, get no money, break down no weed. Nigga read no scale, count no money, chain no tie. Your credit ain't no good. Like, what you doing, homie? Something got to shake. Like, you got to pull yourself, man. Something got to happen, man. And you be the main one niggas posting and boasting. You know what I'm saying? Man, these niggas crazy, man. But um, I just think... uh. I'm just in a in a good situation, man, where it don't it ain't it just man <laughs> That shit fucked up, man. I ain't bullshitting. But do all women think they're ten, man? That's where we was at with that. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, man, so that's just another episode, man, of this up there podcast. I wanna thank everybody for watching, looking, listening, posting, reposting. Uh, bragging and boasting, man. You know what I'm saying? I thank y'all, man. Uh, I am your active and attractive host, man, for another episode of It's Up There Podcast with Looney, man. Subscribe to FOGFO TV right now for your videos of this. If you're listening to the audio, man, and also if you want to donate, you go to anchor.com slash It's Up There Podcast, and they got a situation where I think you can get $5 to support the show. Check this out. Hey, man, it's my job to put it down. It's your job to pick it up. It's up there, podcast, and we gone. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Did you catch Season 3 of This is Digital? Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including digital lessons from the EV revolution and the chief digital officer's role in disruption and culture, featuring guests like Ekta Chopra of Elf Beauty and Tyson Jomini of J.D. Power. Do you have a digital mindset? Find out by checking out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com.